Hi, welcome back to Lagodi Adventures with Kimberly, Kylie, Lila, and Aubrey. So today we're going to be talking about veterans for Veterans Day. So Veterans Day is a federal holiday in the United States observed usually on November 11th. Veterans Day may be just what you think as a normal classic federal holiday, but really it's not. It's celebrating all the people who have fought for our lives, for our country, and to protect their families. So what is a veteran? A veteran is someone who has been in the military, Coast Guard, it could be anything that is with military prodigies or something like that. Veterans tend to be in the military since possibly even when they're just like 18. Really? You have to add, used to you have to be around that age, you can actually get out of school to be in the military, but now you have to actually be a high school graduate to be in it. Wow. I would be so scared if I was 18 and, like, if I had to go in there. Huh. Yeah, like, think about that. That would be scary. And you're yeah. fighting for people's lives, and that's, like, the funnest part about it. It's just, like, it's dangerous, though. Like, imagine. It's, well, the ma- the male has to be 18 and they have to actually register to be an enlisted just in case a war does break out and they need extra men. But luckily in the US, we always have had people joining the military so far. So it's if a war does break out, right? At the beginning, we would not have to do enlisting, just to have to be prepared. So, Did you know on Veterans Day, a year from that day, our enemies laid down their arms? Yeah, yeah, that's like, why it's that, right? Yeah! That's, I like how on Veterans Day, and when we were like in elementary school, we would have Veterans Day programs through singing. This is so amazing. Actually, for our choir this year, like for my choir, like with me and Lila, actually, we're singing for Veterans Day. So yeah, we're like, so so I know my friend, Nevaeh Haven, her dad's gonna come in and like, his picture is gonna be up on like the yeah, sword, we're gonna, and yeah, and then we're gonna sing for all of the veterans. And it's, I think it's like the best idea ever now because we get to show the veterans like that we care that we care like, about they them, fought for our rights. And, and the song is called "You Are Our Heroes," and it's really touching. So. Well, the VFW, I know you guys have had heard of it, but it's for veterans, veterans of foreign wars. So I've means, heard of that. Those are those are veterans that possibly fought in foreign war, like World War Two. I mean, that's technically, I guess you can say, half of a foreign war because it was caused by Germany and Adolf Hitler yeah. and all that. So yeah. that's pretty amazing. Yeah, just the fact that they fought our like our, our country, our lives, um, and they must have been scared. You yeah, know? they mean, must have been. But they would have courage of yeah. knowing that they want to come home and they have family waiting for them. Yeah. That's what would make you want to fight harder. I mean. Yeah. So, what do you guys think about if you were a veteran? How would you react if you had, a, if you had your grandkids or even kids going to school and celebrating all your hard work? How would you react if you saw that? Um, I would probably. I don't know. I would be really surprised at they like learned about what we had to go through. Yeah. I'd be I'd be happy to know that they actually cared, you know, about our country and the wars and stuff. I would just feel happy. 
the fact that I would still be alive to the huge thing. I yes. My reaction, I would probably be just happy that knowing that I'm alive, I get to see them yes. grow old watching my grandchildren and children celebrating yeah. every year for the hard work we did. So when the saying that the flag was still there, what what pops in your head once you hear that? Knowing that the flag was still there at the end of a war, a very bloody, dirty war. Um, I think that's awesome. Like I think that proves that no matter what, we're we're, we're gonna, strong and yeah, we're yeah. we're gonna pull through. I think like that just shows how much they fought. Yeah, like, without giving up. Because I mean, I've seen the flag, like photos of the flag that they were talking about. Yeah. And it was ripped, but it's yeah, still it was there. ripped. It was but still there. It was, it, it was standing strong. Yeah, our veterans. It was literally like, there. Yeah, like America did not ever give up once. Yeah. yeah. And our veterans stand strong through the whole war. And I want to thank the person who made the flag, too, because mm-hmm. she did a really good job. Wasn't it like Betty Ross or something? I might be thinking yeah. about that person. But. I don't know. I think it was. Um, yeah, Betty Ross. Yeah, because I think it was like George Washington went up to her and asked, can you make a flag? Yeah, it was Betty Ross. It was Betty Ross. Yeah, it was. I still remember that name. Don't know how, but okay. And she I'm, was making it on June 14 of 1777. Because George Washington wanted a flag to stand for the nation. Because, I mean, yeah. you, Great I mean, Britain had all, their own flag. Yeah, we, what the heck? We need one. Yeah, we need. We're, we're becoming one of the biggest. Countries, and they so. continued to make flags over fifty years, and still going today, nice and strong. My dad even has one. So I can't believe how, like, after Betty Ross like died over, how other people stepped in and started making more. Yeah, because I mean, it started out from just simply maybe three to four country, um, three to four states. So now we have over 50 states. They kind of count like one every country. So, technically 51, but 50 right now. Yeah, my grandfather is actually in war, and they're like, there's so much you have to do in order to be there, like be in that position. And then when you're actually in the war, you like you might think, oh, that's probably a little bit easy. You just go and fight, but really, if there's like a lot of people coming after you, you know what I mean? It's you're gonna have to fight hard. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, do you have to do like training? Yeah, you like, have to do a so lot of training. I yeah. and like I I remember I was actually in third grade. Um, I had Mrs. Trulup. She showed me a video of a veteran that was like just standing i don't know where he was but he was just standing straight and there was like this big skewer thing i don't know what it's called and he accidentally dropped out on his foot and he didn't even react because they got trained so well not to react if something stabs them or hurts them and it went right into his foot and he didn't react until he got home and nobody saw his reaction really yeah so he spent all day with something in his foot and it's still bleeding and all the way through and yeah, that just shows how much they have to go through their training. Like it's not just the war, it's training yeah. too. I feel like the scariest thing about like being a veteran or just being someone that has a family is is a veteran is the fact that you don't know if they're gonna come home or not. Yeah, yeah. like imagine getting that call that oh well 
this person yeah. passed away in this war yeah. and they're gone. Well, and like, like the, the exciting part is when you don't see them for the longest time and then they come home and you're waiting there to give them the biggest hug. But let's say they do not come home. That is the saddest part for your family. Well, there's this um, family. Their son was in the military. And oh, what, I, I forget what country it is, but it's not That's all I know. But he was young and he was maybe in his early 20s. He was in the military. And he had to go into this foreign country because there's these riots and they're trying to get Americans out of the country because they're killing the Americans and everything. Yeah. Well, he ended up being one of the soldiers who died over there of, and the family was waiting because it was the day that he was supposed to come home. They're wondering, okay, maybe he's just a little like coming home, you know, flies, having to sign out and all that. Well, a so two, or three soldiers came over, knocked on the door, set, handed over his picture, and said, I'm sorry, but your son died. And you should, if you would have seen the mother's reaction, she was down on her knees in tears. Yeah, I feel like and the father was in shock. I feel like that's the hardest thing to like, a parent to go through. Like, so no matter like, a child, if they die, that has to be one of the most heartbreaking things for me. I mean, my dad, he was he's part of he was part of a military family. He had to travel to from Germany to Oklahoma to here even. And every day they were literally worrying whether my grandpa is gonna have to go into war or not. Because I mean he had a fight. Well it wasn't really fighting, but there's like this nuclear threat kind of like war going on. And so that was pretty big because it was whether is it gonna be a nuclear bomb or no? Like so, the story Kylie told me, um, like how that son died, like he fought yeah, so hard to get home. Like I guarantee you every single soldier that has to go into the military, they fight hardest because they want to go home at the end of the war and they yeah. want to see their family. Yeah. They don't want to have to, they don't want other people to have to deliver the message that they are gone. They want to go home and they want to see their family and hug them as tight as possible and so so um there's this um um story about a um person um nick nick pelosi yeah um last um he described um he was in a helicopter crash and um, and he barely survived, and the crash did kill ten soldiers, but um, he did survive. And um, and and it was just amazing how, like, that that crash he he made it. And both my story and Kimberly's here, but both happened in Afghanistan. Which yeah. Afghanistan is not the greatest country to be in. Yeah, no, Me, it's not. Even for the people that live there, it's not. Yeah, definitely, and it's just amazing it, how I think for, these miracles happen. Yeah, I think mainly like when you're a veteran, one of the funnest parts about it, and you're like in the military, is you get to have people with you through all of it so like the other people that are in the military 
um, they're like together, you know what I mean? There's, it's just not that one person that has to fight in the war. There's a whole bunch of other people on your team too. So you're with somebody, but like I said, it's it's hard, and I can't imagine what they have to go through every single day. And, and it's just it's, it's it's just nice to know that the people hardest care, thing, the people hardest care, thing, and they will risk their lives happens, well, so that there's one thing about continue. the military. There's like one thing about the military that that would be pretty hard though. Um, other than thinking about, okay, am I going to live or die one day, not being afraid not to wake up. But other than that, any, the hard thing would be is your ranks. Because the lowest is private, and you got to go up from private, lieutenant, lieutenant general, major, all those. And there's so many different privileges you get. Like, really, I don't think you get any, really, any other privilege being a private. And then there's three ranks of private, but you don't get much. And other than maybe having someone that can help you out there, especially if you're a newbie, which I mean, everyone starts off that way. Even the general did once. But it's tough. I mean, cause yeah. you're just afraid. If like when there's a war, you're just afraid that you wouldn't get killed literally possibly in your sleep. Cause I mean, you can't be now. You can get ambushed because that has happened before. Yes, ambushes. it has. It has. Especially these bloody wars, like the Cold War. That was yeah. a pretty bad one. World War Two, World War One, even American Revolution. Many people died in that. So, um, Aubrey has a another um story for Afghanistan for us here. Yeah. So it's it's familiar to Kimberly's story, but. Her name is Beth King. It was in 2011. While Beth King was deployed to Afghanistan, the helicopter she was riding took a direct hit from a rocket. So, like a grenade. Yeah. yeah. Rocket grenade? Yeah. It. The aircraft that she was riding went on fire, and Beth fell out of the hatchet and dangled in the air from the back strap until pilots were able to make a hard landing. But she had no visible visible wounds and she has got sent back out on another flight just four days later. But it wasn't but it wasn't long before she realized that she was seriously injured. What well, happened? Wow, with that story, it could have been inter- internal injuries. Yeah. Which means you cannot see them un- uh, without medical what happened? examination. Um so Beth's injuries turned out to be very severe. Hanging from the back strap had caused trauma to her spine. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. explosion and the shock wave left her with a traumatic brain injury. Oh, which, like I said, it was ex- internal injuries. Yeah. Because it was like external, you could have seen them. Wow, it says she had 24 over 7 pain in my head. I was foggy and I couldn't understand things. After a few months, I started dropping things, experiencing balance issues, and having a hard time walking. After 18 months, I finally started getting treatment. 18 months. So she was fighting in the war. 
for with with that those with those injuries, injuries yeah. for eighteen months, which is one year and six months. Exactly. Like, think about that. No matter if you get hurt, like the other story I told you about that one military person that had the skewer go on his foot, like. No matter how much pain or how much they get injured, they still have to fight until the day that they die. Until they get out of the military. Yeah. Okay. So, Kylie, has any of your um, family members um, been in the been a veteran? Um, yeah, I have a few family members. Um, like my grandpa, my grandfather, Thomas McBeth. He was. A military veteran, and I got two uncles actually, Adam and oh, Joe McBeth. That's cool. So, so was it hard for them? Or? Um, for my grandfather, yes, because he was like I like he was married. He's married to my grandmother, and then also he's having to worry about his son, my dad, because oh, that's going from Germany. Oklahoma. That would have been hard for your here. dad, honestly, because just having his dad leave to go to the war um, and my not coming back, that's that's sad. My dad, he said when he was um, living through all that, he said that it was pretty cool getting to see these different states, countries, yeah. and everything. Yeah. I mean, he was born, and all he knew was Germany until he went to Oklahoma. I mean, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, but... He said it was cool seeing the bases that he lived on because you got to see all the fighter jets, big trucks. I mean, yeah. that's classic little boy, but <laughs> yeah. he said it was kind of devastating not getting to see his dad that much moving on base. Cool. Did so, any, so did any, does anyone in your um, family a veteran? Yeah, it was my grandpa. He died a long time ago, though, so I don't know many stories about him, but... Yeah, I always remember like like Kylie brought up in the towards the beginning. Um, I always remembered him coming in like kindergarten and stuff, so like the little veteran state. Yeah, and my great grandparents might be going to my little sisters in second grade. So, and then also my sister in a wheelchair, the brain injury. It's her first year at elementary Ligoti schools. So she gets really? to celebrate grandparents. Yeah, that's great. It's amazing. So that's it about veterans. Um, I hope you enjoyed wa- listening and come again and listen. See you later. Come back soon. Bye.